0: Hey, mom friends, and welcome to another episode of the Four Moms podcast, a verbal platform where we empower and encourage moms by talking about everything postpartum. We are here, sis, and we understand. I'm your host, Allison Nick, and today... Um, we're a little late <laughs> getting the podcast out. I've been swamped this past couple of weeks getting things planned, and we're having a friend reunion this weekend. I'm on planning team, so it's just a lot going on, but we are in part four, yes, part four of our Single Mom Slay series, and I'm super excited because I have my friend um, Takia or Ayana here um, on the podcast. She is an interventionist with the school district, and she is also the owner of Blue's Clues, Uh, which is kind of what she does as well. So we're going to talk more about that. This is a really great episode, especially for moms, for parents, because she talks about a lot of things in our education system. She talks about different ways so that we can be noticed with our teachers um, and for us to also understand um, just, you know, not accepting certain things, how to handle certain things. So it's really great. And she also has some great resources that you can dive into as well. Um, this is just a fun podcast. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. We just had fun, and I had fun editing it um, because we had our kids there. And so while we're plant while we're recording this episode, we also have like, "Mommy, can you do it, Mommy?" So I had to edit out, edit out so many different parts of this episode. Um, but it was fun. It was just true blast. And and one part I just kept in there because it was so funny i was like man i just gotta keep this in here but anywho let's go ahead let's get into part four of our single mom slay series once again don't forget to subscribe like favorite and also leave us a review um i think you're really going to enjoy this episode we kind we're literally just sitting around chatting so grab your headphones or listen on, the, on in the car on the way to work um or whatever you're doing and tune in let's get started Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I definitely did, but I didn't know how to do it until I ran into a girl at a meet and greet and she told me about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And as a mom, we all know that things that are free are valuable. (laughs) And Anchor can now match you with other great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Yes, so that means you can start making money whenever you start recording your podcast. It's ridiculously easy. It's great. It's fun. It's easy to distribute. So if you want to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm. slash Start and join me and other diverse podcasters here that already use anchor. That's anchor.fm. Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Yeah. Okay, you guys, so we are starting another episode of the Four Moms Podcast. <laughs> y'all, <I'm sorry. laughs> I have one of my childhood friends here. And um, so it's a lot of history because we met each other in middle school. Eighth grade? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Yes, dagger Montessori. Yes. Uh, middle school. Good just to let y'all know, <clears throat> we, were, we were smart. Went to Montessori. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> this one right here. I remember one clear memory of Miss um, Takia Ayana, and it was her walking into math class, Mr. Newman, oh, and God. this child walked in and said, the fun has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Start to go down. And I was like, who is this girl? I think he just put his head down, when- <laughs> he, he was, because, no, because whenever you walked in, he had just told us to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and you walked in, it was like, I can feel it. <laughs> Not the scene of Tarzan,
1: that's right. Okay. Setting the tone for the year.
0: Setting the time for the whole year. But yes, <laughs> we have Miss Takia Ayana Lewis here with us, ladies and gentlemen. Oh what masters in education yes educational leadership with the masters with with the masters come soon on to be man.
1: doctoral candidate okay uh, coming soon come on Super excited come
0: about that. and no. that's tomorrow tomorrow is her daughter <laughs> so she'll probably be uh, interjecting here um within the podcast as well like i said we met in elementary school so what is a childhood memory that stands out
1: um with you in particular or
0: just one in general i mean you know whichever <laughs> um look that they don't have too much dirt on me so i guess what <laughs> we were good kids we were good bad yeah. kids we were good kids yeah we, like, we were pretty good
1: compared to what i realized what people were doing our age child we what, what were, they doing now we were
0: uh angels okay like, you know okay. <laughs> what they doing now it's like nowadays
1: Ooh. it's like we had parties while all our parents were there okay <laughs> I mean, it was. This is what it was. Okay. So. Hey, we we had a party. Yeah, we did. We had a good time. Don't get, don't get it twisted. So, um, I think I, speaking of that, the slumber party we had here seventh grade year was here because we're at my
0: parents' house. by
1: Yes. Way. Central man. meeting point. Central Your meeting point. Your parents locked us in this uh, TV room and was like, uh, "That's where y'all gonna be." We going to be. I'll never forget that. We had a good a good time that night. I think that's really important to be able to have like a cohort of young girls to grow up with yeah. who's all parents are you know they know each other yes and are like-minded Girl. as being a parent now that's super important to me like, you know hey let me make sure I know your people them. yeah
0: because
1: uh, you are an investment
0: to mommy. Yes. so you are a teacher now yes and so why did you go into yeah. education um
1: yeah. I went into education because yeah. Yeah. um for many reasons no, originally but... I think my freshman no. sophomore year was something that I no. just knew about hold that thought no. let me make eye contact Okay. It originally, it was something that, um, you know, like my first two years, educational psychology really fascinated me, just how the stu- studying how people learn. Yeah. Um, and then when I joined the Thurgood Marshall College Fund teacher quality retention program my junior year. you like, her, I, she
0: just threw that in there? Yeah, sorry, I mean,
1: sorry. seriously. <laughs> when I did that my junior year, I got with um, awesome education majors and other STEM majors, like across the nation. They were all. Well, that's um, from HBCUs, and it was so oh, dynamic cool. to see like young people, like who you just know, like yo, in ten years you're gonna be a CEO, like yeah, you know, or like yeah. yo, in twenty years I'm gonna be reading a book about you, yeah, you know. And so to see all all that youth and all that potential, and I was just, it just motivated me to be even more passionate about my craft and mastering my craft. We, they also hooked this up with um, nationally board certified educators, which is actually one of the highest accolades you can have as a teacher nationwide. It's actually higher Whoa. than getting a, a educational I'm doctorate. Shh. And so what they did was this, this uh, program would take us on for about two weeks. They would lodge us at various HBCUs, um, sometimes like twice a year, and they would link us up with these nationally board certified teachers. And so while we're in college, we're literally learning from masters on how to build a 5 E lesson plan, how to engage students, how to be, uh, build and bridge socio-emotional gaps. So like, what some teachers weren't getting on to until their third and fourth year in the game I was getting my second and third year in college so I came out further ahead so like you know it just really set me up for success so um, that and then getting in and mixing with the kids and you know getting with the parents and building those relationships and Seeing your value in the community just makes me say like, oh yeah, this is this is the career for me for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, was But your, was your
1: mom also a teacher too? She is. She's yeah. actually um, coordinator in Crowley ISD as a community uh, for community involvement and community stake. No, parent involvement and community stakeholders.
0: So, um, that's right. yeah, that's right. That's right because my brother in law and your mom know each other. Oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah. a
1: director of uh, uh,
0: security. Yes, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Love yeah. him. Love you Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> quick shout out on the four moms podcast. Got a story I got to tell you about later. Oh lord, girl, look, we're not even So what is something missing from the educational system? Like you were saying you have all this um education literally that you received to go into teaching other kids. So what is something that you can say that is missing from the education system?
1: Um definitely something that's missing is um Cultural competence, and that is when mm. teachers master the understanding that all my te- that all my pupils and scholars will not look like me, and it is my responsibility to make sure that I know what priorities there are in that culture or in that community that my student lives in, and what um, I can do and use in my classroom to engage my students and meet them where they are. There's not a lot of that going on. A lot of teachers still have that old mentality of, you know, this is my classroom, this is my domain. You will conform but that's not the generation of child that we have here. And so the problem with it is um, certain situations where certain teachers will be a little bit more culturally competent or a little more patient, um, they don't do that with all demographics, and so what happens is it aids this prison. I mean, the school-to-prison pipeline that we yes. see because we've um, you know written these children up and and kind of set the tone. And there's this thing called esteem that happens in school where kids know that they have certain behavior issues or certain issues with authority, or you know they know that they're struggling uh, academically, whether it be in reading or math. Mm-hmm. And so after about the third or fourth grade. They own it, whether it be good or bad. You know, we were blessed to have been set up by our community. You know, I was a debutante. I had a, a whole, literally a whole community, you know, supporting me, um, like, spiritually, you know, just um, financially, just yeah. all sorts of things. Yeah. And that, those things matter because there are children out there who don't have those opportunities or that village behind them.
0: Right and sure. so if
1: we had more people who are patient in the classroom to understand, you know, when a child speaks like this, they're really just... um you know, well one they probably got in trouble in the last class period. Let me figure out what's going on because I know that's not a natural behavior yeah. from this child because I built a relationship with this child. So, because that's not going on, I see so many children fall by the wayside and they're not getting their interventions or they're not getting the quality instruction they deserve because they didn't bond with the teacher. So um, I can say that it's just really it's just really bad. So I would say um, just bridging the social emotional gaps, uh, being culturally competent, and understanding and just loving. With our yeah. with our
0: babies, yeah, and understand that not every situation is the same, yeah, yeah, I I agree. So whenever so we were both pregnant at the same time, wootcha with <laughs> obviously <laughs> with my oldest and um Tamara is now right. about they're both turning three this year, and so I just <laughs> I just remember and we did not know it by the way no. she just so happened to I think you invited me to your gender reveal.
1: Yes, that was she when I. She just randomly invited me. <laughs> I had, you know, for so long, I just kept it to myself because there was a lot going on at the time um, with me and being busy. And then things weren't perfect between me and her father. So Ooh. I just really didn't feel comfortable just announcing, yeah. you know, my pregnancy because there were so many questions that I couldn't answer myself. Yeah. And so, um, but then I got comfortable with the idea and I loved the idea. I embraced the idea of my pregnancy, um, even as a single mom. And so, yeah, I sent that invite out, and you were like,
0: girl, me too. I did. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and from she
1: then on. Me,
0: she said she sent the invitation for the general review. I texted back, girl, you pregnant too? <laughs> girl,
1: listen, y'all drink the same water, okay?
0: We were like, oh, thank God. But I really think that was something that, like, we went through that experience together. Ooh. That was our time to really kind of bond, and we chit-chatted all yes. the time. And after having the kids and everything, and it was just like, that was our season just to, like, to kind of go through together Because yeah. I, think, I think we were both kind of dealing with What is going to happen, what's going on yeah, Why two, did this happen Two different scenarios
1: just, and two different pressures But we were still yeah. going through the same thing So yeah, it was nice to emotions. be able to
0: vent to
1: yeah. you know, Somebody else who's dealing with the same thing I'm going through and vice versa So yeah. That was really nice because I really didn't have <laughs>
0: That was so nice of us getting Ooh. knocked <laughs> up.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm serious I just didn't have a whole lot of level of support Not necessarily yeah. from my parents or my family But just like it was just so much going on. Yep. I was a full-time... I was a full-time student. Yes. I was interning. I worked full-time. Let's start there. Worked part-time as a tutor. Building foundations of... At, I didn't know it was going to be this company that I started, but I knew I needed to start something. So, I was just networking a lot, trying to be a part of different organizations and things like that. And then, like, here comes this baby. Yeah. So, um, but I'm yeah. just so glad to be able to say that nothing has stopped. If anything, I've only progressed and grinded harder, so... Um, mm. Was it tough? Yes, because I did all of that and went through postpartum and was trying to pump and breastfeed and all of those good Girl. new mommy things. But um, oh. it worked out, and I'm in a really great place, a good space, yeah. and all of that. So.
0: Well, since you brought it up, what was postpartum to you? Because I've shared with the listeners about my postpartum. I think I had maybe for like two weeks with Joseph, but with Gemma, it was months. No, it was months. with Tamara, with Gemma. for
1: me, it was months. I think originally... Yep. I, and postpartum looks different for everybody. Yeah. So for me, it was just like, who am I? Like, whose body is this?
0: <laughs> That's something.
1: I knew she was my baby, and it was so funny. Um, when I first gave birth to Tamar, she was my daughter, uh-huh. but it didn't feel like it. It felt yeah. like like maybe there, you know, like maybe she's my little sister or a new niece was around. I knew I had to have protective instincts, but it it. Um,
0: it just wasn't It happening. wasn't all just conjoined yeah. together.
1: Now, if something was popping or I felt like my child was in danger, oh, I got into mama bear real quick. So those instincts are, are certainly real. But there were moments where I was just like, where am I going in life? And what, what direction am I going in? Things aren't happening. Financially, I'm uncomfortable. I think at the time I was living with my mother mm-hmm. because I was pregnant. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, her father and I just shared different values at the time. So it was just like what is life? There's a lot of pressure that you get from your peers of what life should be at around 24, 25 years old. Yeah. And I think that was us dealing with the reality of, yeah, that's not really how life goes. yeah. You know, like, yeah, you don't have the house. Yeah, we, you know, shit, we sure going to pay off cars or... Yeah. Whatever the case yeah, was, yeah. You, when you, or you leave, feel like,
0: you should be at a certain bank account. Yes! Like, I, sh- I, sh- I should be making this much, girl. Yeah. I'm still going through
1: that I'm still going. You through know, it. like you're like, man, I, I graduated from college, and this was the expectation of where I thought I was gonna be three years and down the line. You right. nowhere I ain't nowhere near. nowhere near that. And then being in the middle of school, know. you know, and it's kind of like knowing that this is. um To me, I feel like I knew I was going through it because I knew I was gonna come out of it. Yeah, and so now I'm in the position where I'm like, ah, I see. Yeah, but baby, it was a struggle. So for me, postpartum was trying to figure out what is life, mm-hmm. and um, how do I juggle this new baby in my life and continue with the same passion and motivation I had before to go up. Yeah, and that, same that was path. hard. It seemed like I mean, just even trying to go somewhere. Tomorrow, thank you for joining. Just shh, thank you so much. <laughs> it's so like every time I was trying to go somewhere, I was forgetting something. Or I was forgetting my cover, or, you know, because I was breastfeeding, and Lord have mercy, dude, you know, thing. Lord, especially thing. in the black community. We're, we've come a long way, but we still it's have still a same. long way to go. so people are like, oh, okay. Yeah, and <laughs> so I'm like, well, she can't starve, y'all, and I'm not finna give her a cow's milk, so, you yeah. know, and that was just my personal thing yeah. with that, so.
0: was well, not even that. Look, it was free. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag
1: facts. Can we talk about that? That so, was great. That was very important for me. Okay. was Okay. Great.
0: okay. <clears throat> so,
1: yeah, that uh, postpartum is real. Um, and I'm so glad I went through that because, and I, that's so ironic to say that you glad you went through a hard time. But I feel like, makes um, you yeah, yeah, God humbled me to be able to reach yeah. other people whom I would have never reached before. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Before I got pregnant or before I had my baby. I just kind of thought postpartum was for people who allowed themselves to be there. And that's not it at all. Your body is physically going through hormonal changes that are beyond your control, trying to adapt back to who you were before you were pregnant. But yep. that was a 9, 10-month change. So it's going to take your body a little longer. And then when we have society telling us we should look like who back. Oh, my God. And so it's just a, a lot for a young person uh, with that type of pressure to deal with. But, yeah,
0: to handle um, um, I think what, so I definitely understand that yeah yeah so I think you kind of already answered this some, um, but how so how, you know you had the postpartum so how did you make it through going um, through that that time especially and then mm-hmm. you know balancing everything of being a single mom as well
1: okay so um I don't even know <laughs> 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 oh man uh how did I how did I handle it How did I handle it? i am be honest. That reminds me of that picture where you see the two footprints, two sets of footprints walking. And Mm. then um, all of a sudden you see one footprint. You say, God, where you go? You know, you left me hanging. I knew I was feeling down. Where'd you go? And he said, oh, no, that was when I carried you. So I think for sure that was Mm. one of those times. And I really had to just be divided in my faith. And I'm not trying to make it seem like I was a Bible thumper. This was just knowing that I was in the middle of a true storm, like in the... Like in a hurricane for real But it's just knowing that God will be your refuge He will be the person That will come and get you He will come and swoop you up So just holding on to that thought There were many times I was frustrated with God you know, Because I was like I don't understand But see there's a blessing in the storm Flowers cannot grow without rain So for me that was just a really rainy (laughs) (laughs) That was just a little (laughs) rainy part of my life And so looking back on it now I'm on the horizon to see you know some of the blessings that I prayed for, he's I mean just answering back to back to back to back, and you know had he given them to me three years ago, I don't think I would have appreciated him as mm-hmm. much. Yeah, and yeah, it's different. So now I'm like, one, I'm inspired and I'm empowered to know that I got I got the great the the most high on my side, so mm-hmm. there's really nothing that can stand in my way except for myself. Um, so we can get
0: ourselves down to we can overanalyze, yes. overthink, and think that we are not capable. Yes. The Bible study I did earlier this month, it was just, yeah. Mm.
1: The enemy attacks my mind all the time, yeah. you know, especially yeah. going through that postpartum with your insecurities because you do have that new pudge. You know, your curves ain't that curvy is. like they used to be or they more curvier.
0: That's what I was you, like, curvier.
1: <laughs> you know, all of that is going on. So He's like, why can I wear these
0: pants? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, I think so, okay. too. Um, so... <laughs>
1: Oh, okay, thank you So what
0: was it like since she's over here with us What was it like knowing you have you were going to raise this beautiful little girl
1: I think um, But it's just you know I grew up with a father in my household Even yeah. when my parents got divorced It wasn't the uh, stereotypical um, Custody arrangement I mean like yeah by the judge That's what it was on paper But I was with my father all the time And so I felt really bad for my daughter Because I was like man she's probably not going to have that She's not gonna experience that the way um I did. You know, my father taught me how to ride a bike, taught me how to drive. He had all kind of personal, you know, girl conversations that I needed to hear from a male perspective with me at an early age. And I felt like a lot of my success is stemmed from um how my father invested and took time and loved me um the way a young girl should be loved. So um I don't know, but at the same time, I have to remember there are so many single mothers in the Bible. Ruth, um, but no, wait, not Ruth. I'm so sorry. Oh, was Ruth was the daughter in law. Um, oh, i um, missed that all the way up there.
0: Okay, um, I was
1: having this thought in my mind. I was like, you no, we think about it. Mary was a single mother, no,
0: huh? You say, oh, are you talking about Naomi? Naomi, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I, but then I jumped to Mary because when you, when you think about it, you know, Mary was a single mother. There's just so many examples in the Bible where women had to kind of be stronger then they just really had to, and that's what I really gravitate to because I'm like, I'm not the first, and I'm surely not going to be the last. Um, This is something that I hope is not, like, a generational thing for sure, but at the same time, there are so many women that have come before me and have done an amazing job. I idolized Harriet Tubman, who had to sit there and witness her children be sold off. So, like, when you know that you come from that level of strength, it's just like, you know, raising this baby by myself, is it ideal? No. Do I want... To have, want her to have an active father, like in the actual household with us, absolutely. And I just stand on faith, knowing those things are definitely um, on the way and they will come. So, I think just remembering not to stay focused on the storm that you're in and just get through it, and mm-hmm. just focus on the sunshine that's going to come from the storm.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I definitely
1: understand that. Let me see. So, what has been? Well, I said Nate. I said Ruth Child. I don't know where my mind. Is. I, I, I was like.
0: Give me, going, me um,
1: give, yeah, yes, no. give me a second let me think of some names <laughs> give me a second so <clears> has husband wasn't even single well she, yes yeah, she was because her husband was. her, her children died. died yeah her children died uh-huh. but her, her husband
0: sons her sons and her her sons and her husband had died and she had her two daughter-in-laws
1: yeah and they because all the inheritance went to back then in the hebrew law all the inheritance went to the men's side of the family mm-hmm. it didn't matter if he was a widow or not yep so Ruth stayed and helped na Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what I was. Look, we I was off. off. We all right. We
0: all right. <laughs> but anywho, um, and look, don't if if, y- if y'all check the Bible <laughs> and we didn't get the names right, y'all know the story, okay? Listen, y'all know what we talking my, about. My degree's ain't in theology. <laughs> okay? I say
1: we know the story, of- okay?
0: We know the story. <laughs> look. We know the moral of the story, okay? Because oh. because who was <laughs> Esther? Because. Esther was when somebody, somebody became a queen, okay? Like, that's all I know. Is that the same story?
1: No, that's a different one. That <laughs>
0: <that's laughs> Ruth was the
1: one that was print when, you know, when you, when you pray for, like, oh, Bo- the perfect man. But Bo- oh, your Boaz. Boaz. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay, That's, what, that's what I thought. Right
0: okay. Boaz. I was like, look, it's somewhere. I know. <laughs> I know there's
1: some correlation. But that's okay. That is a good story, too. <laughs> yes, baby. So many examples
0: in the Bible. Amen. So how has motherhood enhanced you? Enhanced.
1: Enhanced. Enhanced. I so it makes me to realize that uh, this is it. Like, nobody <laughs> else stepping up. So, yeah. you know what I mean? When you're in an uncomfortable situation, whether it be financially or just mental space-wise mental space or whatever the case may be, it's just kind of like, hey, at the end of the day, you know, bro, you know it's just you. So you're going to have to just suck it up. So I guess in a way it's helped me find an inner strength that I didn't know I had. Um, a, it's a hustler. I, a hustler,
0: yeah, it yeah definitely. Like
1: Cause I definitely got an entrepreneurial game. Um, Blue Skies and Richens, uh LLC. Okay,
0: <laughs> we gonna talk about that. We'll in, talk a about that in a minute. But we're get a plug. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, it's enhanced me to know that. Oh, you know, it, it's made me appreciate my value so much more. No, I can't get up. Though.
0: I'm so sorry But you can go up and down those stairs a couple more times if you like.
1: And see, this is what brings me to my next thing. (laughs) Make sure you have a good support system. Shout out to my mom. She just had her hip replaced literally two days ago. And so mom helps me out a lot. So because um, she's literally being discharged right now. I left early to come and uh, hang out. Which we appreciate. Yes, yes, yes. Not a problem, not a problem. But, um, you know, it's just like, man, if mama wasn't here, who? Because...
0: Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, it's literally just Girl, me. Girl, um, grandparents, my parents and Jay's parents, it's like... Ooh, amen. Like, I got off of work yesterday, and I was like, I'm so tired. I don't think I can go pick up the kids. I, I think I had too much sun, yeah. and I had headaches and everything. I wasn't properly hydrated. So, so this okay. podcast is Bring Your Kid to Work Day. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. so <laughs> that's Jay, what that is. Jay's oh, dad steps right. in. But, yeah, okay, so now let's get into it. So you, um, in addition to being a teacher, you're also a entrepreneur. Yes. So we have Blues Clues Intervention. Tell us about that and tell us about the unique yeah. spelling.
1: So the unique spelling is no. not the typical, um, what
0: show is that? Blues Clues on um, yes. Nickelodeon. Correct. It's not
1: like that with the color. It's Blues Clues. Um, the B is for Betty and the Lou and the Blues is L-E-W. for Louis, L E W, yes. Okay. Yeah, so okay. It's blues. And then my father's name is Kenneth. So, the clues is spelled K L E W, or excuse me, K-L-E-W-A. So, it's okay. Lewis Lewis. Yeah, so it's Blues, Clues, Interventions. The spelling is vastly different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I noticed that, and I, I thought the Lou Park for your last name. Yeah, I was for like, sure. Was there a reason that we're doing yeah. Blues Clues? Yeah, I think. i
1: for my parents, and I think there's so much. There. One, you know, even though they're divorced, they're, they're so different. But they both had good values that they instilled in me. And so I would yep. not be the person I am today without either one of them. Yep. So um, that's where I just really generated the idea of blues, foods. It wasn't even to imitate the um, TV show TV show at Y'all. all. Because I couldn't care less about media and entertainment. <laughs> Mine is truly trying to um, bridge those social-emotional gaps. Um, teaching teachers great research-based oh, strategies. Um, that help build those socio-emotional gaps, academic um, gaps in, in learners. Hold that thought, my child just gave me a big bear hug, cutting off all circulation. You're so sweet. And so, I'll
0: be like, look, go do it to daddy, like not I.
1: And so I do professional developments for um, campuses, districts. Um, I also do seminars for parents. I, I Part of my business is to enhance parent advocacy. Um, Basically, teaching parents the ropes. The parents just don't understand. They know they have the power, but they just don't know how to use their power effectively. Okay, you want potty?
0: Bathroom. (laughs) And on that note, we're gonna take a quick moment. Okay, so you were telling us about Blues Clues interventions. Your LL, I'm sorry, your company and business. So you were telling us about what the what 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 your company is about, why you do it. Keep on going. Absolutely, okay. So, Blue Schools
1: Interventions is an interventions company that focuses on the growth of your child. Um, it I promote parent advocacy. Um, basically, parents have so much power, they just don't know the appropriate ways and strategies to use it to get the best results for their children. Gotcha. Um, there are certain things that should be going on that documentation that parents should get naturally. So, for instance, um, at the beginning of the year, every school should be benchmark assessing your child. That's basically seeing exactly what reading level your child is performing at independently and instructionally. And okay. if your okay. child is is performing below grade level, they uh, the teacher of record or some interventionist should be pulling your child uh, for small group guided interventions, small group guided reading, that sort of thing. Working so, with them directly. Exactly. Yeah. So if you have, um, you know, you, a lot of times people say, yeah, they're just not good at reading, and I hate that they say things like that. They're, they're just not good at math because what they've done is they've accepted the results instead of uh, accepting the change that should happen. Also, I offer professional development seminars, I offer um, informational seminars for parents just so they understand how policies and procedures work, um, when they should really, I mean, you should always be um, vocal and present on your child's campus, but you really want to make those first impressions, that first six weeks of school, first two, three weeks especially. Because what that does is that lets the teacher know, okay, I have a really involved parent, and therefore your child is going to move with the priority list. I hate to say that, but it's just a reality. And so parents just don't really know. And then once you get done with that, you want to check back in around October. Um, Here's why those honeymoon behaviors have passed. You know, we've gotten the first six weeks grading period. The teacher should have benchmark assessed and should have, at that point, formulated a plan and actually started on that plan of how they're going to get your child caught up at least to the best of their ability. Now, if your child's coming in first grade reading level, there's no way a uh, teacher's going to be able to catch them up to fifth grade. I mean, actually, there is a way, but um, that takes really strategic and targeted interventions and uh, a lot of planning. So... Um, most times we encourage teachers just to at least do one full grade level's worth of growth because, you know, that one is your fair share, but we always want to do what's in the best interest of the student. And so there are just certain things that parents can request that be done, such as small group guided reading. It shouldn't even be a request. It really should be happening, but that's just not what's always going on. So parents don't know how to request that documentation of when that teacher of record or interventionist is, re- is meeting with your child. So just various things like that because um, – You know, we have so many parents out there, like, oh, my child is struggling in this, or my child's been failing this. Don't ever let anybody put a failing grade on your child's report card without showing you where they've worked with your child over whatever skill your child is struggling in. Like I said, professional development, increasing um, cultural competency, cultural competency in teachers, even in administrators, and knowing how to bridge those um, gaps or misunderstandings with our parents, because our parents always have good. Um, valid concerns and sometimes we just have to do better at translating what um, how can I say this translating their next best steps and how we can partner with them to get the best results out of their kids so for instance Mm -hmm. a lot of times when we see an angry parent we kind of negate them or demean what they want you know because in our mind that's not as important, but what we want to do is share the same goals and values with our parents and find a way where we can both be on the same page, and the child is extremely successful. So that's what I do. Oh,
0: look, hey. if, take all that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why and, and she's doing. You recently started this this year,
1: man. And that's what's well, so I know, crazy. Well, I'll say
0: officially, let me say, you announced it this year. I don't know. Yeah, what they, you announced it. Well, this no, year. but she's doing good, y'all. Before we got in this podcast, she was like, up, oh, just booked another one. It's like. Come yes. On so, Come
1: on. no, you're you're right. That's what's so shocking about it is I literally applied for my LLC in the end of March. I received it first week, second week in April. So this, I mean, it's just we just had July 4th two days ago. So, yeah. um, this is relatively new, and that's why they say you have to be ready for your blessings. Because I did not expect to meet the people I'm meeting now for another six months to a year.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm shaking hands and sitting down and and doing consultations. With not just parents, not just teachers, but like district level administrators, you know, executive directors, people who see my vision. I've had a um, congresswoman, a, a Southern California congresswoman, Betty Anderson, reached out to me, and so what we are have the Betty's some,
0: in your life. Wow. I know all these Betty's. Oh my
1: God, I love them. Love love the Betty's. Um, I mean, she's a beautiful woman, very passionate about this work. I mean, honestly, when you if you research Betty Anderson, she was Woman of the Year for the State of California um, Legislative. Nice. I mean, it was just. It was just crazy. And so for her to have heard about my work and be intrigued or, you know, potentially want to partner up or, you know, help me and assist me in receiving grants or whatever I can do, just mentor me, you know, at the very least is just a huge honor. So I'm just like, it it makes me want to grind harder every day, even though there's nobody telling me to punch the clock nine to five. I mean, like, I literally carry, I have like a mobile office, like in my backpack where I have my laptop, charger, speakers. Yeah, I mean, like. (laughs) At any given moment, if I have more than 30 minutes free time, I'm, I'm up here, you know, adding another page to my website or, you know, revamping lessons or uh, customizing plans for whoever's booked me. I mean, just it's just it's awesome. It's really awesome. I'm oh, excited.
0: Good. Well, I'm, we're super excited about your business and where you're going. So definitely just keep us up to date on what's going on with that. So what do you want people to know about single moms? Is there a certain stereotype you want to clear up? Is there something that you want to emphasize on?
1: You know, that's a very good question. Um, Is there something I want to clear up? I feel like part of society, like, truly understands how hard single moms work. What people don't understand is when you are a single mom, um, you are playing both roles, you know, unfortunately. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you're over-exhausting yourself to try to, you know, meet the needs of your child. Yeah, but we work extremely hard, you know. So we play both roles, and um, that's, you know, involvement-wise, that's financially-wise. And so for, like, you know, not trying to vent, I'm actually in a very blessed position. I don't don't like to say, oh, I got all these bills. I like to praise God that I'm able to pay all these bills. Mm -hmm. But they are there, let's be clear. (laughs) And so, you know, a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment, you know, for my liking
0: is I was like she bougie let me let's yeah. just put that out there let's just put it out there you know, she's not am. just like oh yeah I'm a yeah. single mom I'm do-. no no she bougie I'm okay? raising a
1: child here so I gotta make sure the uh, environment no. is safe she's bougie okay <laughs> she's bougie uh, so I mean you know something of my liking it was either like downtown or like go all the way to Burleson and even then it was Super expensive. Well, I mean, not super expensive, but just way more money than I mm-hmm. ever anticipate um, paying yeah. for an
0: apartment. Yes, girl. but
1: um, don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna be. Hey, we're gonna have a house soon. Uh, not just not just that. Like I think there's this stigma with being a single mom, even though like we have moved into a new age. You know, we had that Fantasia movement of baby mamas, and there was, a, <laughs> and there was like this thing. You know, where um, some quote unquote. Baby mamas or single moms have the stigma of like, well, that's a self inflicted problem. You know, mm. they promote. Yeah, you should
0: know what you get. Yeah, you know,
1: you were promiscuous yeah. or you did this, you did that. You know, and we never really put a lot of that same weight on the man, and that's fine. Yeah. I won't go there today, but <laughs> but it's true. But you know, and we 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 put a lot of that weight, stress, and pressure on the woman, yeah. and then we expect this woman to perform at the tip top shape, and you have to remember she's by herself. And mm-hmm. so, a lot of times, you know, we are like, why are you 10, 15 minutes late here? Well, you didn't know I had a, a hollering toddler who then decided to fall asleep, no, so no, I had no to carry. Phone. Where's your phone? Phone, call. I have no idea where your phone and car is. I'm just, I'm so sorry that this is your life right now. Phone call. I understand your car. Oh, my God. Telephone. Okay. And your cell phone. So, anyway. um, don't push, okay. On my phone. <laughs> but you're in my personal space. Don't push, mama bones. But the problem is, this is not necessarily power Mommy, for me. On mama, my bones. Okay. Mama,
0: okay. On mama
1: And So, phone. like this right here, you know, I'm trying mama to network and,
0: on my phone. and be off on fire. Mama Bone. <laughs> She literally
1: has on my own neck. She's <laughs> literally hanging on my neck right now, looking for
0: this phone, and got up. No, oh, It's not in my mouth. Listen. Okay. So, what is something fun you do to relax? Do you get to relax? I would
1: <laughs> say I don't. I don't really get those moments. But to help ease my mind when I'm stressed, I actually, I actually, I play chess, and okay. yeah, it helps me kind of exert that energy into something different, um, and. uh I, and I love, I love thinking. You know, I love thinking about thinking, metacognition. I just love the actual art of thinking. I love thinking ahead of time, two or three spaces. Um, so chess and Connect Four. Connect Four, people don't people don't realize, it actually takes a lot of strategy.
0: It does. Yeah,
1: so um, those two games, like, they stay on my phone. Um, I play those in my spare time if I do ever get a minute. And sometimes I don't even have a minute, but I know I just need to kind of debrief and I need to channel my energy somewhere else. So I just play Connect Four and chess. Okay, okay. Then. Yeah. I don't. I don't get to watch TV. Really? <laughs> I'm so shocked and at, at like you know when I was a kid I used to watch TV all the time. Yes. And now people are like, have you seen such and such? And I'm just like, no. Yeah, I'm like Hulu doesn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> or be, yeah. Or there'll be good um, movies coming out. And I'm like, I wanted to go see it. I just didn't have the time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just don't get to watch TV like I wanted to.
0: Yeah. Like I don't no, I understand TV. that. I the, Look, the last movie I saw, although this was a fairly new one, it was Aladdin. And before that, I, 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 I'm sure it was maybe a Marvel movie. No, I really don't let know. Let
1: me tell you how bad it is, Allison. Okay, so I watched, for the first time, I watched I Am Legend last month i am legend came in 2007 y'all <laughs> and i was like dang will smith is such a bad actor and they're like yeah aladdin was dope right and i was like hold up i'm not there yet i just watched i am legend and my friend was like don't tell nobody else this story so all the podcasts y'all could hear it but yeah i just saw i am legend for the first time it was such a good movie i don't understand how people didn't understand i am legend i mean didn't understand bird box but got i am legend is basically the same but it's that's true so um but i am gonna go see aladdin even though it's been out for three weeks it's fine i will be seeing lion king though i don't care what what y'all say yeah i'm i'm waiting on them tickets to drop now <laughs> we, and she can say where she at. I'm gonna go for me and who I am as a person.
0: <laughs> that is like one of those movies. You're like, yes. this is my childhood. I'm really just this trying this is my to childhood. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Shout trying out to read Little it. Mermaid.
1: Okay, hey, let's put that out
0: there. real put quick. Put that out there real, real quick. quick. I
1: will be seeing that one for sure. Yes. Shout exactly out to Haley uh, ba- Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. I hate that they names
0: <laughs> oh, uh, so
1: close. I have every intention of saying Halle Bailey, but I'll say Halle Berry.
0: Yeah, it's okay. No, what is um a fun activity that y'all do together?
1: One, oh, I'm super subconscious because I feel like I'm always so busy that I never get to spend quality time with her. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always have her with me at work or um um some meeting or something like that. So I try to always do something that I know she'll enjoy. So like the children's museum because right. I'm a teacher, so I get in free, and because she's too. Well, actually, now we have to pay now, but.
0: Um, for the first you
1: can still laugh for a little bit i promise you I oh really i will oh also what i found out as a resource for the followers if you have a library card you can actually check out museum tickets um so you can get two huh. tickets with your library card you just go to the library and say hey i want two children's museum tickets and they'll give them to you so um just fyi you know, for those of us who are looking for those opportunities to take our children out and we can't necessarily afford it. I am we and, and so I get it. Um that's just something you can do and there's other ways to um Google just just Google will be your best friend find those opportunities. But um yeah we go to the museum. Oh my god kid mania I don't know if that's for tomorrow or if it's for me because kid mania they only charge the adults a dollar for a minutes where and, is that? at? oh girl, it's one in Louisville and there's one in in North Fort Worth, but uh-huh. it is so dope. Like I was kicking kids out the way because um, I'm serious. The... I popped me some uh, Advil and I had a good time. <laughs> I did for like literally two or three hours. There's like three or four.
0: Is it like an arcade or is it like no? A, it's like, like a... a
1: huge jungle gym oh. slash i have to show you it's 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 really actually hard to explain because it's not like it's a jumping thing it's like they just get to be animals and they just get get to climb yeah they get to climb there's a there's a slide on whatever this four-story play it's basically like a huge playground like an indoor playground yeah that's what it's called it's the indoor play arena but um it's just a huge playground and it's like awesome
0: we all have to look that up. That we just really went cool. last
1: weekend. I'm already ready to go.
0: Look at you. I'm
1: already ready to go back. And and so I think for um, young children like our babies' ages, I mean, it's something ridiculous like, you know, like $3. Oh, so baby. you really spend more money in gas getting out there than you yeah. actually do. And then for adults, it's like a dollar. Make sure mom. your baby's wear socks. But it's so <laughs> cool because you can just have a good, good time. So I love it. I love it every time we go out there. So Kid Mania, um, I don't do Chuck E. Cheese as much. Mm. I think we've gone one time. It's just, I don't know. There's so many other great play arenas that we can... You know, take our children, expose this, our
0: children to. I keep telling y'all, she. <laughs> this, is, this is a bougie spirit coming out because I'm just saying because whenever tomorrow was younger, they used to go to what was that? The kids' place or the church Yeah, place the um, every weekend. I was like this girl right here. I'm so dumb. Yeah, known. we <laughs> had
1: we had little gym, and, little gym, uh, yes. gym membership, yes. And we were there sometimes twice a week, honey. And tomorrow was in her little, you know, little gym class yes,
0: exactly.
1: for the little nine month and she was getting it. That's Partly why she's so advanced. So. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of hate I did that because I'm like, dang, I wasn't ready for a smart baby. <laughs> but, but yeah, was, you know,
0: things happen. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was, and it, it it was really fun. So I like to do things where I just get to watch her enjoy herself because yeah. it validates, like, okay, well, you're not doing that bad of a job because she's happy. So that's yeah. what matters.
0: That's true. That's true. And I we were at um Legoland a couple of weeks ago. Oh and my god! That, it was fun. It was fun. I want to go. And we, um, they also have an outdoor water thing, too, so make sure you bring a swimsuit. Yeah, I didn't know. I would have brought a swimsuit. I didn't know. Well, you
1: know, uh, the Crayola factory, I heard, is super lit. Really? Like, it's going down in major ways. I really want, I really want, I want to buy a membership. I think they have, like, a membership can go... As many times you want to for a whole year for like forty five dollars, fifty dollars. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Call them, please. I don't work for Crayola, so. But I remember
0: the membership.
1: Yeah, but and I'm also in things like getting a Zoom membership. That way you can I, park I for free. A, we're
0: going next
1: week, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on, I'm really gonna buy because at this point it's gonna be worth it. You know, fifty two dollars and we get to go in and all of that. Can you yes. get your sticky
0: shoes? <laughs> and last but not least, what is your mom hat?
1: oh i will tell you okay my mom hack and this this is this one is free ladies okay so when i'm super tired because i don't really you know it, it's like i said it's just me if i'm super tired or drowsy i will um i will lock myself in tamar's room with her of course and and because her room is completely childproof and i will make a pallet and i will go to sleep and so tamar has all the things she needs. She has her kitchen. She has her washer and dryer. She has, I mean, like, so she'll be in her own, like, imaginative world. And it's so funny because at this point she knows, you know, oh, mommy's tired or whatever the case is. And she's gotten disciplined enough to where she'll leave me alone. But, um... That is my mom hack because sometimes you just you do need a break just to just to lay down and they're not necessarily going to give you that piece you want. But just block them out and (laughs) lock the door, of course, because you don't want to be sleeping and roam into the kitchen or something. I always literally I lock us in the room and I just get like maybe 30 minutes to an hour. And I've been doing that since she was about like a year. Mm -hmm. And that was because what what happened was I was just so exhausted and I knew I was tired. and I wanted to take a nap, but my baby was up. So I was like, hmm, what can we do? And I was like, well, let me go lock the door. Because in here, you know, is a safe, especially, a, you yeah. know, a safe place yeah. for her. And so I sure did. And it was some of the best sleep. And so I've done it ever since. So
0: I think that's actually really good because there are times wherever maybe your baby was sleeping. You were kind of on a roll cleaning or yes. doing something. And then you ready to take a nap, but your, but your baby is now awake. Right. And it's like, man, I, I remember I did that one time with Joseph. I told my husband, look, I'm going to take a nap. Joseph was here in the living room i know you're at work however <laughs> yeah hey i'm just letting you know what's happening he was like i don't know if that's the best idea i was like i'm tired yeah i I'm was tired i was <laughs> super
1: opposed to her having a tv in her room but um i think i'm gonna you know well i already have a 26 inch i'm just gonna put it in her room and just make sure it's like on those childproof channels because that will give her an opportunity just to just be distracted for like an hour and a half i'm not a big screen person i don't like for my kid to be addicted to screens but. and all that
0: but, however, you kind of have to, sometimes it comes oh, handy. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, no judgment here, ladies. Sometimes Please. Sometimes it comes in handy. Whatever so, you got to do to I, save yourself. But
0: what I don't like, <laughs> people be like, they be out to eat. Hey, hey, hey. People be out to eat with this, and that kid have the screen. They be in the grocery store, and that kid has the screen. Why? Some, some yeah. of those times, it's just like. Bond
1: with your baby. Binge yeah. watch your kid. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you, binge watch and put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes it's just like, some places I don't feel are necessary. Right. In some places, it's like okay, if you if you feel that way, and
1: that's but. the time that time we live in. I think one time I went out with my girlfriends and we looked up, and we saw a couple who was supposed to be on a date. Like you could tell, but yeah. they were both in their phones. their phones. And so from there, we started this rule: whenever we go out, we have like a little basket where we put like our phones in a little corner. And the first person that reaches for their phone has to pay for everybody's meal. So of course, anybody's finna drop, you know, two three hundred dollars while their girlfriends got. So we leave our phones alone. But what that does is it forces us to engage in deep conversation conversation. and enjoy each other's, you know, presence and moment in time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's something. That's oh, that's something you can try with your family. You know, make them pile the phones up. Like a screen-free hour where we just enjoy ourselves. Go outside, play some basketball on the patio i don't know laugh and joke on each other my family used to do that it was fun times fun fun times it's how i learned how to roast like you know so um i mean just whatever whatever your thing is to bond Bond. We don't. We don't have enough bonding every, and that's the issue because we don't know how to engage and interact with each other. You know, when personalities clash, guess what? Oh well, you still have to be productive. You still have to work. You still. You know, it personalities out. were clashing hundred years on. ago. People couldn't just quit their job or, I'm yeah. out of here. No. I, don't, I don't follow her. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, we're so quick to cut things off because we just don't know how to engage with other people. Those socio-emotional skills have been damaged due to technology. Not saying that technology is a bad thing. I'm just saying there is a downside for oh, sure. Of course. Of so course, um course. limits us it makes us lazy and then it also uh oh it also um hinders us from knowing how to interact with other people yeah. because we're always you know trying to think well what are they going to or we're out yeah the next thing instead I'm of like, just oh, engaging oh, when you enter the room speak you know hey how are you you don't even have to always have time i mean if i ask you how you're doing you tell me i'ma listen I'm just saying, when we say it all the time, you know, it's Texas culture. When we say, how are you doing? We don't necessarily mean it all the time, you know, but it's, well, but it's etiquette. That, that day, that yeah. Need to it yeah, ah! ex- exactly. And if, what if it is that day, that person needs to let it out and there you were as a vessel. So that's great. But, um, you know, it's just social etiquette. We've just lost that. And so, um, yeah. man, yeah. I, so look, some screen free time,
0: some screen free time. Well, thank you so much for coming on facts. this here podcast as we uh navigated <laughs> through this.
1: <laughs> three kids. With,
0: was it was a three, yes. Now three kids are joining us. But um, where can people fun. find you and learn more about your business?
1: Um, my website, uh, the link to my website is bkinterventions.com. So it, the BK Central Blues Clues and then interventions, you know, the way it's spelled, okay? dot <laughs> <laughs> hey. com um, is oh, where no. you can find more about me. No. Um, and a link to my personal website as well. I am under, I'm building the website myself. So, because um, mm, mm, I didn't have money to pay a webmaster. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. And that's okay, because my website looks pretty good. I'm just not finished with it yet. So, um, just bear with me for the next about week or two. And then it'll be <laughs> it'll be officially published. But for those of you who are... Um, um, followers of Allison I encourage you to go on there um, I do have a lot of what I do with the parent consultations And what I can do with professional development So my educators out there I have something for you All my parents out there The business was designed for you And so anybody that has a genuine concern About how their child is performing in public education Hit me up um, T. Lewis Like T isn't Tom um, Lewis, L-E-W-I-S At Interventions.com Is active now um, so you can just email me if you have a quick question, um, and we'll just do it like that. And then if you, especially if you say something like, a, um, follower of Allison's podcast, something like that, I'll make sure to, you know, show love your way, maybe a little small Come discount in. or something. On, if you do secure some services, please. um, because I appreciate you following, um, her podcast and staying hip to the latest resources. So, um, hit me up, whatever y'all need. Oh, also, um, follow the website because i have the latest seminars i'm doing i actually booked um three engagements with a nice apartment complex where you know there i mean we have a lot of parents apartment complexes the manager reached out to me and wanted me to do like a back to school bash, a countdown to star bash, and a oh, uh, after spring break bash. Basically, yeah. just having parent seminars, and that is all free. So um, stay know. tuned to know when that is. I'm also planning a back to school bash myself with my church, okay. um, August 17th. So stay tuned for that. We are just busy, busy, busy at you Blues sure? School's intervention. <laughs> so I did office go with me everywhere I go. Um, <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm so glad you had me, and I look oh, forward nice. to being on the show again, Allison. It's oh, so nice let's to it
0: again. Oh her. yeah, <laughs> this isn't
1: it. This isn't it. You have your own talk show and radio show and all that. Bam, I see great bam, things, bam, great great bam. things, and it's beautiful to see people you grew up with know that yeah. you know your education was never taken in vain, and oh, that the yeah. good people you surround yourself with are doing great things too. So we were just all covered. So um, anyway, thanks for having me.
0: Of course, girl. So much. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the four moms podcast. I just want to say thank you to all of our family, our friends and our supporters. I want to give a big thank you to my husband and my kiddos, um, for just embracing me and supporting me on this crazy journey that I'm going on. Um, Like I've said before, go ahead, subscribe, leave us a review so that we are able to reach more moms, more women, and so we can keep encouraging them to go after their dreams and we can expand our mommy community even more. Um, Thank you again for listening and I cannot wait for y'all to listen to the next episode.